the research shows around like 85 to 90 percent of dieters regain their weight in the same year and it's often more than where they were before. Wow. So diets are bad for us due to the fact that they follow a very rigid, um, I guess, focus. So they're either low calorie or they're low fat and they don't teach you how to actually eat well or nourish your body in the long term. Welcome to the Vitable Wellness Lab, where we welcome experts to discuss the science of health and well-being. My name is Lara Lutati. I am the co-founder and CEO of Vitable. Thanks for tuning in. The information we share is for educational purposes only. Always consult with your health professional before making any changes to your health routine. Today, I'm joined by Jacinta Horan, who is a clinical nutritionist. Welcome, Jacinta. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And we're here to discuss weight management and also common mistakes that people do when they try to manage or lose weight. I was looking at the research and I was really, really surprised to see that 62% of adult women and 52% of adult men are where are actually trying to lose weight. Um, and it means that the majority of us are not satisfied by the way they look or by um, the number that we see on the, on the scale. So... Jacinta, you are a clinical nutritionist, and um, I'd love to know what led you to study nutrition initially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I can definitely relate to that. Um, so my journey, I mean, everybody has their own personal health journey, which usually leads them to where they are if they are a nutritionist or naturopath. Um, and my journey started almost like 10 years ago longer, so in my late teens to early 20s. And during this time, you know, I'd left school and I was working in an industry, the modelling industry to be very specific, um, which is really focused on um, body image and staying lean or skinny if we want to call it. So there was a lot of pressure for me to, to, and I was lean at the time, but there was a lot of pressure around staying lean. And it was really hard to understand how to be healthy and maintain that when your hormones are changing around that age. And so I did what everybody does. I Googled how to, how to either a quick fix or how to stay lean and um, how to eat healthy, but it was really um, conflicting information and a lot of it was focused on either low fat or um, calorie counting because everyone's sort of focusing on, you know, I want to be a specific um, number on the scales. And, you know, I, I did fall into that category. Um, and then after a while, uh, I decided that you know, I don't I don't want to feel like this and I want to feel empowered and I want to make the right decisions um, to take care of my health. And I noticed that a lot of the women around me were really struggling and they were unhappy. And, you know, I was in that category too, because it was a really challenging time to to meet a certain criteria that was really unachievable and unsustainable. And so I was like, okay, how can I fix this? And I thought I'm going to go and educate myself and get a degree. And I was in my mid twenties and I didn't even want to go back to study at that age. Um, but I made that decision and to study a bachelor of nutrition and dietetics. And it was absolutely the best decision I made because not only did I help um, understand how to eat well and take care of myself, but now I feel empowered to make decisions and I can help people around me. And that is my passion and my purpose. And that is powerful. I love it. I love I love your story. And and I think, you know, it's it's 
a story that a lot of people go through or an experience that a lot of people go through. And unfortunately, when you go into that, I guess, um, game, for lack of a better world, of, you know, losing weight or managing weight because not mm -hmm. everyone wants to lose weight. Um, some people are trying actually to, to put on weight. Um, but whatever you want to do or achieve with your weight, it's very easy to fall into traps or, you know, the, the dieting game. And that can actually have really a really bad impact on on your not only on your weight in the end, but also on your mental well being because it may become it can Absolutely. become an obsession. So, for those who, who want to lose weight or or manage their weight, what are the common mistakes that you've seen with your with your clients over the years? So there's definitely a lot of them, but we'll keep it simple today. Um, and I'll list probably five. One is not eating enough. So restricting, uh, which is very, very common. So kind of focusing on a specific amount of calories, um, which is, can be unsustainable when not, um, eating the right things. Uh, the other thing is focusing on the scales, like trying to say, I really want to achieve that number. Um, and what happens there is it, you just keep wanting more and more and you never satisfied or you never reach it, which is really disappointing. Um, and then other ones are either low fat diets, um, or low carb and over exercising is a really big one as well. And what I found really interesting is that I was um, looking at the research and I found that the biggest predictor of weight gain for someone would be their recent dieting behavior. Meaning that if you take a hundred people, the best way to identify who will gain weight in the future will be if they have done a diet recently, which I find really interesting because that's kind of counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. So what, uh, what are diets and, and why are they overall, I guess, if we do a general statement, but for you? Yeah, absolutely. And you make a good point. Um, the research shows around like 85 to 90% of dieters regain their weight in the same year and it's often more than where they were before. Wow. So diets are bad for us due to the fact that they follow a very rigid, um, I guess, focus. So they're either low calorie or they're low fat and they don't teach you how to actually eat well or nourish your body in the long term. So they are typically helping people lose weight fast, which is what people want. They want to shred kilos because they're, they have an event coming up or they just, it's their wedding day. And this is a lot of my friends as well. They want to lose weight really quick. And, you know, you may do weight watches or something along those lines of a specific diet or low fat. And what will happen is you will shred those kilos really quickly. And then, like I said, with the research, you will regain the weight because it's a really unsustainable um, dietary, it's an unsustainable way of eating. Mm -hmm. Because when you're restricting yourself, um, you're going to, you're going to start um, craving more, wanting more. And, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's almost like it's unenjoyable to live like that. So of course, no one is going to be able to maintain or sustain that. Um, so a lot of these diets, yeah, they're just, I feel that they do have a place sometimes, especially for, for medical conditions, but short term, it's never long term. So what we really need to do is start focusing on whole foods and, <laughs> um, teaching people, you know, what is, what is a balanced plate? What is like, how do I make, if I lose this weight, how can I maintain it and support a healthy lifestyle? 
Yeah, I love what you're saying. I think it's really important um, in this day and age to rem remind ourselves that we're not here to punish our yeah. body or punish ourselves. And I feel that a lot of the diets, and perhaps just to be more um, precise, let's call them restrictive diets, because mm -hmm. as you said, there are some diets that have a place for conditions and, and so on. So restrictive diets are bad, I think, because uh, of the definition, you know, they are restrictive. And so um, it's important for people to, to remind themselves that it's not lack of uh, willpower that will uh, get you to fail when you do a restrictive diet. It's just the natural response of your body. So mm -hmm. you can uh, fight back as much as you want. Your body will always Uh, have a say essentially. So two examples I think that we discussed earlier were that one, as you said, you restrict yourself so your body will crave more because your body is going to be, well, I have I've been deprived of of healthy fats or fats for the last week. Um, I, your body will make you want fat because mm -hmm. it needs it to function. Your brain is made of 60% of fat and it needs nourishment. And then the second, I think, natural behavior that your body adopts is if you restrict yourself too much then in instead of continuously lose weight your body will adapt mm. and so your metabolism will slow yeah. which means in simple terms that your body will hang on to the food that it has and and process it slower to to take, get more out of it essentially than it would normally do just a, a simple way to, to look at it mm. and so what it means is that when you go back to your normal diet after um Yeah, your normal diet after your restrictive diet is that that's where you might gain weight as well because you will need less calories to to feed your body essentially. So um, it's not a, a matter or as at least how I see it, it's not a matter of how much you want to lose weight. I mm -hmm. think um, being successful perhaps is understanding how your body works and mm -hmm. work together in order to achieve your objective. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. There's a lot of... Um I guess it's around mindset and, you know, a lot of these diets set us up to fail basically and you can be really hard on yourself because, like, I didn't try hard enough or I wasn't committed and you punish yourself and I think over time people continue to have that mentality and then they give up and it's so easy to have this cycle over and over again and, you know, people really do need to, um, I guess, improve that mindset. Sorry, I didn't mean to um, – I think you had a question coming and <laughs> – No, no, that's great. You talk good. about the mindset. Oh, yeah. So talking about mindset, uh, I love that because usually we start with diet and exercise. If someone wants to lose weight, say, what should I do in both these areas? But your approach is actually to start with mindset, mm. which, I, which I really like. So tell us a little bit more about it and, and how should people start approaching? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think people should really start thinking about not so much what number I want to be on the scales or counting calories, whatever it may be for you, but start thinking about how you want to really feel like in your body. Like I want to feel energized. I want to feel strong. I want to feel confident. And by saying these to yourself, for starters, it's a, almost a form of positive affirmation. It's like, I want to feel like that. I know I deserve that. It's giving yourself self-love, kindness, and being a little bit more gentle 
Mm -hmm. Um, and not focusing so much on a number because it can take time to get there. Weight loss is a journey and it can be a long one. So when you start saying to yourself, I want to feel strong and I want to feel energized. And when you know how to take care of your body, these things will come and you'll realize how good it feels and you'll want to continue eating like that, which is what we'll get into soon. Like you want to keep living that lifestyle because it feels that good and you realize that you don't need to count calories or focus on a number on the scales um because overall it's 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 really it's actually a lot about body image and confidence uh not so much about i need to i need to be a certain number yeah it's about like empowering yourself to make decisions and um and doing that in the long run while living a healthy life because life is here to be enjoyed like we don't want to be doing these diets over and over again, failing, getting back on. Yeah. It's not not fun. And it doesn't feel good. Exactly. So I love that. So instead of focusing on the number on the scale, it's better to focus on how you will feel when you achieve, um, when you perhaps shave a few kilos just for health reasons, right? Or um, because you want to achieve better performance when you exercise. Or it Mm -hmm. can be many reasons why you want to do that. And uh, when you focus on that, actually, your mind will focus on the positive and it will search for that positive again, right? Um, And it's focus on a feeling that you've already experienced in the the past, if possible, and like, wow, I want to feel that energy Mm -hmm. that I usually feel. And and just to share like a personal experience, sometimes what I do when um, I'm not sure if I'm still hungry or not, or, or you know, I, I'm thinking about uh, um, going for seconds or just because I, I, you know, food is so delicious. Well, instead of being like, oh, no, like, don't go. And then, you know, trying to blame myself. I'm like, you know what? I know that if I stop now. I feel so good all afternoon. I won't mm-hmm. have energy slumps. And I love feeling like that. And actually lo- looking at it this way, I I don't, yeah, there's no negative emotion associated to it. And mm-hmm. the food will always be there. Exactly. So, you know, pack it. Pack it, put it in the fridge. And if you really want it later, have it. it, it it's fine. But perhaps you'll realize that you actually you don't need it, you don't need it, that extra bit of, of food. So it's all about being kind to yourself. I really okay. like the approach. Um, but there's also diet and exercise, uh-huh. of course. So I, I just want, wanted to uh, touch ch- touch on those. Mm-hmm. So um, it's I think it can be uh, complex because everyone is very different. But what would be your approach to perhaps diet to to start with it? What 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 are steps that people can take that are easy, practical step in order mm-hmm. to um, eat the right way I would mm-hmm. say to to lose weight yeah I guess when we're talking about like there's weight loss and there's weight management um, and we'll focus on weight loss in this part but um and it's it's re- first of all we want to follow a whole foods diet like we all know that eating real foods is obviously what our body thrives on and what our body needs in terms of nutrients and really minimizing or avoiding as much as possible processed foods because these foods don't make us feel good. They make us feel sluggish. Um, They disrupt your hormones and they make you fall off track as well. But that's not all of it, of course. Um, You're probably wondering like what are real foods? Like we all know what fruit and vegetables are and meats. Um, But I think the most important thing is being able to balance each of your meals and having snacks when you need them, but the right ones. And they can be yummy and delicious. Um, It's not just celery and carrot sticks. We can make it fun. (laughs) Love to hear this. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but then there's obviously a a portion of um, how much carb, how much fat, how much protein. And I really don't like to focus on on numbers and I I certainly don't calorie count. I think that's really... um, 
a bad habit to, to create when we're really, um, really focused and obsessed with these things. This is, this is a little unhealthy, I, I believe. And I, I see, I've seen in the past, um, but I, for weight loss and, and what does work with people around me is, is definitely following, a, not a low carb diet, but lower. And when I say low carb, um, when I say carb, I mean like healthy carbs, in your diet and increasing your fats and increasing your proteins. This is a, a, a good balance if we're the if the goal at the end of the day is for us to lose weight. Yeah. So it's interesting because and, and that has changed in the last few years, but we've always been told that fats are, are bad mm. for you. Fat is bad. Um, cut the fat and focus on on uh, you know higher protein, etc. Um, what, why is fat important? I think we touched on the brain, but what is, mm. why is fat important? And what are examples of a few healthy fats that you can add mm. in, in your day-to-day? Yeah, absolutely. So fat is important. Like you said earlier, you know, our brain is made of fat, but we need fat for our hormones, for starters, especially as women. And what you would have, like what we've seen when people do reduce um, fats in our diet, that's when our our menstrual cycle is dysregulated, um, various other other things as well. Um, however, fats are important because they also satiate us. It's very similar to protein in the, in the fact that they do make us feel full, um, which is what we want when we're trying to lose weight. Um, the only thing that you do need to consider is healthy fats versus more unhealthy fats. So healthy fats and things that you can certainly add to your main meals or as a snack we've got avocado which most people love mm-hmm, especially here <laughs> yeah oily oily fish which we've got salmon nuts so your walnuts your pecans um and almonds seeds chia seeds are a big one full of full of fat and also fiber um so oh, yeah the, yes exactly so yeah these kinds of things which are our healthy fats and then staying away from more like pro and fat pro-inflammatory fats which are which are found in our processed foods and um, trans fats in margarine or um yeah yeah canola oil canola yeah i'm trying to think of all the ones <laughs> there's so many but yeah, yeah. We need- okay and so um you know, just to give practical examples, and I know that we don't want to share numbers, but um, mm. I know that people are, are keen to add fats to their diet, but they're still a bit worried that it will be too much. Or um, how 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 many t- tablespoon of olive oil would you put in your salad without having yeah, to to worry about it? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> So when we're following a whole foods diet, um, and the reason you're saying like I don't like to talk about numbers is because these are all healthy options. They're great for our body and they nourish us. So I guess when we want specifics, think about adding two tablespoons of chia seeds to a smoothie in the morning or some sort of chia, chia, chia pudding, <laughs> trying to get my words out, um, or adding a couple of tablespoons of olive oil over your salad but adding your quarter to half of avocado as well in there as well because your salad is really low carb and we want to build that up with healthy fats to satiate, keep us full. Keep us full. Awesome. Um, or if it's a main meal, then, yeah, a, a fillet of, of salmon, mm-hmm. which is also delicious, and, yeah, adding a few sprinkles of nuts and seeds over salads as well. So super easy. Awesome. And, and yeah, focusing on things that we like yeah. and enjoying the food, of course, because that's part of, I think, the whole journey. Um and what about sugar cravings? Mm-hmm. I know that um, when I talk to my friends about their, you know, who are trying to lose weight, they they really have always this afternoon, um, you know, need for for something very sweet or very or very pro- quite processed. Actually, usually when you think about it, so um, is it 
normal putting this into you know like obviously is it common to experience sugar cravings okay. and um what can one do about this yeah so sugar cravings they are normal uh we all get them and we can prevent them which is the main thing or we can manage them basically sometimes we can't prevent them because life happens um <laughs> but basically sugar cravings happen when we potentially are not eating enough or we restrict ourselves but mm. it might not even be that you're not eating enough it's just that you don't have the right balance of food in the meals that you're having so if you're thinking to yourself i'm going to follow a I guess, a whole foods diet. And I made this mistake when I was, before I studied nutrition, I was like, okay, I'm eating all of these healthy foods, but the combination of them was, you know, maybe some vegetables and a little bit of protein or no fat. And so basically what happens, you think that you're eating all these nourishing foods, but we actually really need to ensure that we're having enough protein and enough fat in those meals and a little bit of carb, right? Carbohydrates, so so making sure that it is this balanced meal, what we call, yeah, um, and and by doing that, you're able to satiate yourself across the day. Um, you will feel full uh, for longer, and you won't have those cravings. Um, so you want to make sure that you, you know you are having regular meals, especially if you're trying something new, like you know you've changed your whole routine, because it is really hard to, um, I guess when we're, we're so used to having sugary snacks or, um, confectionery, whatever we're going to call it, it's really hard to actually stop having those things. Like sugar is highly addictive, more addictive than recreational drugs, for example. So it's really hard to, um, <clears throat> stop our body from craving those things. But what we can do is make sure that, you know, we eat these super nourishing foods that have, oh, sorry, our our plates are full of healthy fats and protein yeah. um, to make sure that we're meeting our needs and, and really keeping us full. And another thing is also fiber, I guess, as well. We, we often forget about this and it kind of goes a little unnoticed sometimes. Um, we especially need that because and, – and you can increase your fiber through vegetable intake, um, which a lot of people don't realize as well. So just making sure that you fill your plate up with lots of veggies, um, your healthy fats like your avocado and your salmon, and then your protein as well on top of that. So, yeah. yeah. And a good way to feel full is to add vegetables yeah, to your plate, as you said. You know, it's it's uh, it's very, it, it's very they're very low in calorie and we shouldn't count calorie. But, you know, if, if you add more cucumber, more broccoli to your plate because you're worried about, feel, about being hungry, that's perfectly fine. Like mm. it's definitely the one that you should be counting. Mm. Um, and also if you want your little um, maybe you know kind of sugar your little piece of chocolate or something like that and oh. you really you know you don't want to uh, completely remove it from your diet it's fine and perhaps a tip would be to um, have it as as dessert so at the end of a meal rather than have it on an empty stomach in the afternoon because that may actually uh, spike your insulin yeah absolutely um, and like I think a lot of people think, you know, when you so like we're talking about this whole foods diet and making sure our plates are balanced, that that's not all it is. There, I truly believe that it's essential that you follow an 80-20 sort of lifestyle. So 80% of the time we're eating these really nourishing um, whole foods for our body and then 20%, um, you know, you can have what you want. Like if we if we restrict ourselves from these things, it's really hard for us to to manage our lifestyle because things happen and you can't always be prepared for things. And when we're with our friends and family, especially, um, it's it's important to to have fun and have what they're having and yeah, not not feel like you don't want to be around people because you're following a really rigid plan. 
Yeah. So yeah. So most of the time, it's it's really adopting um, a new ha- new habit rather than having a diet mindset. It's well, most of the time I will eat whole foods. I'll I'll eat um, things that are nourishing my body. I will eat uh, less carbs. Um, to in order to help with weight loss or weight management, as you said. But if I'm going out with my friends on a Saturday, then you know I can choose a meal that I really enjoy, or and I can choose a dessert that I really enjoy, and I can have a couple of drink uh, drinks. It's feeling healthy is not necessarily removing all the fun, essentially mm-hmm. all the things that that really uh, that you enjoy. But I think that also what's interesting is because I went on that journey of, of perhaps reducing a little bit sugar or reducing a little bit uh, the carbs. Actually, when you get used to it, your body doesn't really um, ask for it mm-hmm. as much anymore. And so you get used to eating a little bit less of it. Of course, you'll have the occasional uh, patisserie or or chocolates but you're not craving it anymore because your body is getting used to um, mm. the nourishment and and that's the good news it's if, if it's a little bit hard at the beginning it actually gets easier and easier yeah definitely i think it's important to remember as well like even if we are following sort of a lower carb that doesn't necessarily mean that we need to reduce our portions as well so lower carb is actually kind of removing those simple carbohydrates such as your pastas, your breads, your flour and replacing them. Like we can have a legume pasta, we can have cauliflower, we can have uh, zucchini. So carbohydrates are in vegetables as well. And I think a lot of people forget that. So when we're bulking up our plate with vegetables, we're still getting that carbohydrate intake. It's just at a, at a lower calorie mm. um, count, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And if you really love, you know, sourdough, then perhaps have a piece of sourdough in the morning. Yeah. So have your carbs early in the day and have really good quality breads. It's, it's, it's good for you. It's good for your body. And don't cut it out completely if it's something that you really enjoy. Obviously, for me, very important bread is very important (laughs) (laughs) for obvious reasons Uh but um yeah you don't need to completely cut stuff you can have them but have them good quality Mm -hmm. and perhaps if it's carby then have it earlier in the day than than later in the day and let's perhaps touch on exercise now so you mentioned um at the beginning of of the recording that some people may exercise too much Mm -hmm. and that may actually impact their ability to lose weight Mm -hmm. so can can you talk about exercising perhaps not enough or too much Mm -hmm. and and what would be a good way or principles around exercise when you want to manage your weight or lose weight yeah absolutely so obviously there's over exercising and then there's under exercising um i mean we know why under exercising may not help support our weight loss goals because we're not um, utilizing enough energy however then there's over exercising which is mostly those people that are really doing like six or seven days a week um high intensity cardio because they think that okay i'm i'm working really hard i'm i'm going regular i'm i'm sweating and i'm burning calories i'm i'm burning this off this is good this must be working for me and it can except some people perhaps realize that okay i'm not i've actually come to a plateau. I've stopped shifting my weight or I actually can't lose any weight, but I'm going to the gym over and over and I'm working really hard. Um, But what's actually happening is you're causing a lot of stress on your body Mm -hmm. and you're potentially increasing your cortisol levels. And when we're doing that, it'll actually hinder your ability to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is sort of come back a little bit on the, the cardio and start bringing in things like resistance training or um, weight, which is weightlifting. Um, so what we, 
the, the reason for doing this is basically you want to start building lean muscle mass. When we, because when we start building lean muscle mass, we are help, us helping to support our bodies on our weight loss journey because, you know, say for example, we kind of fall off um, the track and, you know, you fall off for a couple of weeks and oh, you go back into your habits and, and, and that's okay. Um, but if we've sort of built up enough lean muscle mass through either Pilates or weightlifting, then your body actually won't change much throughout that time. You won't notice these differences, even though you've fallen off and you can get back on track um, because we, we rely on that lean muscle mass. Um, to support our metabolism. Mm. Um, so I would highly, highly recommend um, sort of if you are someone who's doing too much cardio and too many days a week, bringing that down to around two days a week and start doing resistance training. Um, and you can do that two to three day, days a week. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's good to, uh, a good reminder as well that resistance training can be with your own body weight. If you're not someone who likes to, to lift weight, there are a lot of apps, free apps that show some, you know, um, exercises. You can do 30 minutes a day um, and, and you can go for a walk as well if you feel that that wasn't enough for you. But uh, it's a really good way, uh, as you said, Jacinta, to increase your metabolism. And what does that mean when you increase your metabolism is your, the ability of your body to burn calories with when it's not exercising so throughout the day and that and actually your body is doing this naturally already and if you increase your your metabolism then it will burn a little bit more calories so again no need to obsess about uh, about it but um, actually doing too much cardio what I learned as well is that if you're not eating enough it actually burn may burn your muscle mm -hmm. de therefore decreasing your metabolism mm -hmm. which seems again counterintuitive so it's all about balance I think Definitely. with everything and and doing a, you know some cardio two days three days a week but then doing some softer mm -hmm. exercise lower intensity um, is really good for you and if you don't feel it go for a 30 minute walk do a brisk walk like still you know give it a little bit of effort but that's perfectly fine and it's still mm -hmm. a very I think it's very underrated walking because oh, we feel that we're not sweating so surely it doesn't do anything but yeah. it's still very good for your body absolutely. I highly encourage it it's like absolutely um, great for longevity like we need to do that like it's yeah you might even not realize it but I think doing that extra sort of walk from either the bus to the train or I mean, I've got a driveway in my house and I hate going out there, but my partner's like, let's do it. Let's go up that hill. Let's add that little bit of extra push. Um, it's just doing little things to add to your day. Yeah, exactly. A little bit more movement. Um, thank you so much, Jacinta. That was an amazing session. Really enjoyed having you here. And thanks for your time. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Love being here. <laughs> <laughs>